Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of Closer Encounters. I am your host Clarence Mitchell and we're coming to you live from somewhere in Minnesota. Closer Encounters is broadcasting live from Spreaker, and we are always live streaming on Facebook. Come check us out, www.facebook.com forward slash Closer Encounters Radio, and please don't forget to like, follow, and share. like to be a guest on Closer Encounters? Or do you know somebody who would like to be a guest on Closer Encounters? Please send us an email, closerencounters.info at gmail.com. That's closerencounters.info at gmail.com. For everything Closer Encounters, check out our new webpage at www.closerencounters.space. Welcome back to another episode of Closer Encounters Radio. I'm your host Clarence Mitchell, as you all know. And I know it's been a while, you know, since we've been on. Uh, <clears throat> we are live on Facebook and on Spreaker. <laughs> cool. <clears throat> uh, I just want to shout out. I see we got some uh, some folks here in the live chat room already. Uh, Rob, hello, Rob. How are you, sir? Glad to see you with us. Uh, Julie's with us. Uh, Daly's with us. Uh, looks like Jessica Rupert's with us. Very good. Nice to see you, dear. How are you? Uh, yeah, um, I know uh, it's been a couple weeks. I've been going uh, been going through some rough uh, <coughs> changes here and there. Uh, my breathing hasn't been that well uh, with the weather and everything that's been going on. Uh, today's a little hot and muggy. So I'm panting a little bit, <laughs> but I'm going to survive. 
but we're doing good. But uh, yeah, uh, it's been a crazy, crazy couple of weeks. But uh, I wanted to get on here tonight and talk about, you know, some things uh, that's been going on and, uh, you know, some things that will be coming up here in the next month or so. And uh, so, yeah, I thought it'd be a good time to do it. But uh, yeah, welcome everybody. I'm glad you're with us. Uh, for those who are listening in, and uh, you know, if you have comments or would like to talk or call in, of course, the number here is 855-836-7394. That's a toll-free number, free for you to call. So give us a shout. We'll be glad to talk to you. Not a problem. Anyway, <laughs> ah, hoping to uh, catch a few more here on the live stream. Uh, before we get too far into tonight's uh, episode. But while I'm at it, uh, just wondering how many got to watch the uh, Ancient Aliens show last night and the uh, un, uh, unidentified show, the new show that the History Channel put out, of course, with Tom DeLong and his buddies and whatever. Uh, most of you know what I have to say about it. And it's really not good. <laughs> uh, very disgruntled, so to speak, you know. Uh, hello, Sharon. I see Sharon's with us. She just popped in. How are you, dear? Uh, yeah. Uh, phew. <laughs> what do you say? Uh, many of you know I've made some postings, uh, you know, the past week or so about the new episodes that were coming out. And... Uh, you know, about the new, uh, the new, uh, unidentified program that they come out, you know, with Tom DeLong and, and stuff. Hello, Kevin, how are you, sir? And, uh, I'm not impressed one bit, okay? Uh, as you know, I told you the last time on our show, uh, I had to talk, uh, you know, well, I commented on Nick Pope's site, and of course he answered me. And uh, I kind of went round and round with the History Channel a little bit on their app. And, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I pretty much called it just like I thought it would be. Uh, all hyped up just to get people to turn, turn into their show. You know, another moneymaker for them, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was not... Uh, yeah, Sharon says Tom DeLong and them dragged out the show, boring show. Yeah, I definitely agree. Very boring. Matter of fact, the one last night that they had on was almost a repeat of the one they had before. Uh, just a couple of different guys, but it was the same story, uh, storyline, you know, about them UFOs that were seen with the Jets and yada, yada, yada. Now, if these three videos are all they got to talk about throughout this whole uh, series, uh, it's gonna make for one boring, boring freaking deal, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm not impressed, I'm not impressed at all. Uh, none of this that they're giving us, uh, and I've said this in the past, it's nothing new. You take away the name of the show, and it's just another UFO show, that's all it is. You know, uh, very sad, sad deal. Um, yeah. Uh, nothing, uh, 
nothing that I expected that it would be, but in one sense, it's everything I thought it would be, if that makes sense. Uh, I wanted to see more about uh, the conference that they had, you know, a year or so ago with all the, you know, uh, reps, you know, Linda Moten Howe and, and all them people, you know, that went in front of Congress and, or, you know, in front of the uh, committee and uh, was wanting disclosure and whatever, uh, you know, with Nick Pope and whatever. But, you know, I noticed something about Nick and, and I really hate to down him because I like Nick. I really do. Uh, you know, I always liked his work, but I'm beginning to see he's more of a yes man and a no man. I mean, he's always come up with all this stuff, but when he's asked directly about certain things, he's like an in-between. He's not going to say yes or no. He's another one that stifles himself. He will not come out and give you the full uh, credit, you know, the full thing. So, yeah. Matt Conway, oh, he says, uh, I've not watched it, and now I'm not going to, you save me from there. <laughs> well, you know, I don't want to discourage people from getting information, okay? I really don't. Um, that's not who I am or what I'm about. All I'm saying is, uh, to me, and to a lot of other people that I know have watched it and have talked to me about it, uh, we're not impressed by this disclosure thing that everybody was looking for. Uh, it's definitely nowhere even close uh, to what people's expectations were. And uh, that's a sad thing. Uh, to me, what it looks like, it was just all hyped up uh, from the word go. So when they come out with this new series, everybody would tune in and, you know, uh, que sera, sera. So they make more money and more viewers on that channel. And uh, sad way to go about it, but, you know, I guess uh, that's TV for you. So, <laughs> you know, what do you do? Uh, the new Ancient Aliens show. I'm not sure what everybody thought about that. A uh, little bit of a twist. Uh, something they haven't really discussed much about in the past. Uh, uh, Maddie says, uh, it's that because his oath of secrecy, why he won't say. Uh, I don't buy that. I really don't. Uh, Julie says, so many shows are the same old song and dance. Formats are all the same. Drum up the drama just before a commercial only to be Blowing smoke once they hook you. Yeah, that's pretty much it too, Julie. You're absolutely right. Uh, yeah, I know it's 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 heartening. It really is disheartening, I should say. Uh, yeah, but uh, the Ancient Aliens show itself, um, they did touch on a, a you know subject there that they haven't really talked about much. You know, with the uh, Badland uh, Indian. Uh, face, you know, it's in the mountains. Um, how do I want to put this without pissing off a lot of people? But I guess it doesn't matter because everybody has a different opinion about things. Uh, so I'm going to come out and say this, but I don't think that the Badlands Indian is man-made. I think it's a natural structure. Uh, with that being said, uh, 
with that being said, the one on Mars, the face of Mars, now that may be a whole different ballgame. I'm going to tell you why I believe this. When they first photographed that, uh, back in the 70s, I believe it was, when they first uh, had a satellite picture of that, <clears throat> uh, late 70s, early 80s, somewhere around, I can't remember the actual date on it. But it's been, oh gosh, what, 40-some years, you know? And in that time frame, they have gone back two or three or four different times and taken uh, other pictures of it. And you can see how it has eroded away now, you know. Uh, the face is almost, uh, well, you can't even tell it's a face anymore, you know, uh, how it's done. So my question is, uh, if you look at the very first photograph and how pronounced it was uh, with the eyes, you know, the headdress over the head, uh, the nose and the mouth and everything, it looked really nice. I mean, it was, you know, uh, pretty amazing. And now you see it in just 40-some years, and it's eroded away like that, you know. Uh, it sure makes you wonder if that was not a man-made structure. Uh, and, of course, now it's depleting, you know, because of, uh, you know, the winds and whatever there, you know. So, yeah, uh, that one, uh, I would almost have to agree that I, I honestly believe it was... Uh, it was definitely made by, you know, something, not man-made, but you know what I'm saying, uh, it was definitely created, and, you know, just in these short 40-some years, you know, it's almost down to nothing now, so, uh, yeah, very good, very, very, very good possibility, very probable that that one definitely was created, you know, by some entity or whatever, and, uh, we're seeing the end result now, which is pretty astonishing. But yeah, as far as the Badlands Indian, uh, I honestly believe that's uh, natural erosion or, you know, natural formation. Uh, but that's my opinion. You don't have to take your word for it, you know, take my word for it. Uh, and the only reason why I say this, it's so massive and it's not just like the Nazca lines where they went out and drew this picture on, on the surface. These are mountains and hills that have been created to create that structure. And uh, it would have taken a group of people a very, very, very long time. You're talking generations of people to work on that to make it like it is now. Uh, I don't know. I'm very skeptical about it being man-made. I really am. That's a big feat uh, by any sense of the word. But that's my opinion. Okay, so that's, <laughs> you know. Uh, let's see here. I'm missing some of the action here. We got comments going on here in the room. Uh, Sharon says, uh, live... Uh, first Antarctica, second OK Glyphs, yeah. Um, there are definitely alien structures there on Mars, yes, absolutely. Uh, Julie says, I worked in the high desert in California for years, not in populated areas, very remote. 
you can see all kinds of natural formations, bodies, animals, you name it. Yes, absolutely, I agree. Sorry about the typo struggling with a new phone. <laughs> Not a problem. Uh, yeah, absolutely, and I agree with that. Uh, there's a lot of structures that you see. And it's just like seeing a cloud in the sky where you see a dog or a cat or a horse or, you know, whatever. Uh, same kind of thing. Uh, there's a name for it, and I can't pronounce it. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, you know, people see things uh, through many things. Matter of fact, that, that picture of the Badlands Indian, if you look at it, uh, and you look right behind the headdress, it looks like another face, uh, you know, directly behind that one. Uh, if you look careful, matter of fact, there's a post there on, uh, on, in the Ancient Alien group. If you look at it, it shows the picture. And they're talking about the show, of course. But uh, you look at that picture really well and look at the, the headdress. On the back side of the headdress, there's another face facing the same exact way. Actually, it looks like he's got a feather in his mouth if you look at it. But you'll see an eyebrow, you'll see an eye, you'll see a nose. And then, you know, kind of like an open mouth kind of thing. You know, like he's sucking on a feather or something, you know, off the back of his headdress. Check that out and see if I'm not kidding you. Yeah, it's kind of kind of crazy. Julie says, oh, yes, I saw that, too. Yeah, it's kind of weird, right? So, yeah. Uh, am I seeing things, or is there two Indians there? You know, I don't know. <laughs> you know, funny stuff. But, uh, yeah. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. But, uh, yeah, like I was saying, though, uh, as far as the other show goes, um, yeah, with Tom DeLong and them guys, I'm really disappointed. Uh, I don't even know why they even bothered. Uh, I mean, honestly, um, there's other shows that come on uh, on different channels. I mentioned the Travel Channel a few times. Uh, there's other ones, too. Um, you know, they've been popping up all over the place uh, with all kinds of stories and different things. Matter of fact, today, I was really shocked that Ancient Aliens was back on on a Saturday uh, they had a whole marathon of old reruns. I mean, you know, they're fun to watch and whatever. Sometimes you catch things that you may have missed before. But uh, of all days, on a Saturday, I've never seen them do that before. But uh, Ancient Aliens was on all day on the History Channel again. So they're definitely uh, doing things a little differently, you know, for whatever reason. But, uh, you know, uh, it's crazy stuff. But, uh, yeah, definitely disappointed in the, uh, in the new series. Uh, so, yeah, I won't, uh, I might sit down and watch it once in a while, but I don't think I'm going to make it a dedicated, uh, thing for sure, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm not even recording it, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I thought maybe, you know, they would prove me wrong, and I was hoping, you know, that they would prove me wrong. Uh, show us something worthwhile or whatever, but uh, yeah, same old blah blah blah. So <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, folks, that's the way it turned out, but you know, who am I to say anything? It just, it's just upsetting that all these years, you know, you're talking three years now, well, you know, since uh, 2017, uh, that all this, you know, all this crap come out with Dr. Greer and Tom DeLong and all these guys talking about disclosure, 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 and they beat us over the head with it. 
you know I did a rant about it back then. Uh, and I was pissed off then about it uh, when the story broke. And uh, I was pissed off about it a few weeks ago, uh, as you know. Uh, you know. So, yeah, it was terrible. Uh, Rob says, if they gave them a show, they should give us a show we could do better than that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah, yeah, we could definitely, uh, definitely show them a few things, right? And, and, you know, and I was thinking about that, too. Now, the first, the first, uh, Ancient Alien, the new, uh, series, um, they, uh, showed Antarctica and talked about, uh, you know, White might be underneath the ice with the pyramids, and they talked about the science uh, people that were there, and they were scared. Uh, you know, when they got picked up, they ran back to the to the uh, craft. You know, that picked them up. Uh, they were scared to death not to come outside. Uh, you know, all kind of weird stuff was going on there. They talked about Ammo Bird and his story that happened back in the day, uh, where he supposedly found this underground city. Uh, you know, full of aliens and whatever. Uh, I actually did a story about that once before, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, depending on what you want to believe, you know, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, a lot of crazy stuff there, you know, as far as Antarctica, and of course, then you get the Nazi thing involved, and, you know, it just, everything turned into a big conspiracy, and so on and so forth, so, you know, uh, and of course now, you know, you're not even allowed to go up there, you know, and do research or check things out, you know, without prior permission or whatever. So, you know, you can't just go up there and do your thing. Uh, it's against the law. So, you know, is there something up there that you're not supposed to know or see or whatever? Or, you know, what is the reasoning behind all that? Uh, who really knows? But, uh, yeah, uh, crazy stuff. Uh, even missing people, you know, people has come up missing there, you know, different things, so. Uh, Kevin says, yeah, that's an amazing one about Admiral Burt. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, there's a backstory to that, too, Kevin, and, and I hate to say it like that, but, uh, and I've done reports on this before, but a lot of people believe, and, and the way it's rolled up, that it was nothing but a hoax. Uh, it was... Uh, put out by a newspaper man, uh, you know, and uh, it was one of these deals where he wrote the story and, you know, people grabbed it and ran with it. So, uh, you know, how true is it? You know, <laughs> it's a good question. Uh, Maddie says, I think there's definitely something going on in Antarctica. Yeah, I mean, you know, who knows for sure. Um, but if you definitely want to hide something, that would be the place to hide it. Uh, you know, as far as cold, I mean, who's going to go up there and wander around in the cold? I mean, I'm not going to, obviously, you know, or whatever. But, uh, you know, uh, but they've had all kind of military exercises up there, uh, you know, and whatever uh, different things. And maybe that's the reason why they won't let people up there. Uh, you know, because of the military uh, being there. But, you know, the Germans have been there, and, and I'm sure Russia's been there a few times, uh, you know, whoever. But, uh, yeah, a lot of crazy things uh, over the years, you know. So, who knows for sure. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's just amazing. 
but uh, wow, just ironic. Uh, I don't know, but you know, getting back to what uh, we were talking about earlier, though, um, I, I'm hoping um, that they continue, uh, as far as ancient aliens go, that they get into other things more than what they were before with just Egypt and and uh, you know so on and so forth. Uh, I hope they get more down to earth uh, over some of this other stuff. Um, it would be good. Um, uh, let's see, Julie says, uh, I want to know what happened, what really happened to that Russian group that died or got killed went out hiking. Oh, okay, I know who you're talking about, yeah. And Kevin says, why did but light year go up, I wonder. But light year go up. But Admiral, I mean, oh, why did the Admiral go up? Uh, yeah, uh, there was a story behind that as far as Admiral Byrd, because you know he was a big war veteran, a war hero, uh, you know, things like that, and, uh, you know, he, uh, he, uh, he was a expeditionist, so to speak, uh, you know, and, uh, that wasn't his first, uh, uh, trip, you know, to different places or whatever, but, uh, yeah, I don't know what the government was looking for when they went up there, or why they sent them up there or whatever, but it was a military project. They sent Buku, uh, military up there with him, you know, and stuff, and he up and disappeared for a few days or whatever, uh, and of course supposedly wrote in his journal, you know, different things, and then he wound up coming back, uh, you know, or they found him or however it worked out, you know, and, uh, you know, he wrote all this stuff down in his journal and, uh, you know, on and on and on. I'd have to go through the whole archival thing uh, on my studies and, you know, refresh my memory on how the whole story went, but uh, it was pretty crazy stuff, but uh, I did do a show about it, and, uh, you know, we talked about it, uh, you know, for a day or two, actually, about that whole thing. I can't remember who else was with me on that show, uh, a couple other people, but uh, uh, pretty crazy stuff. And we were trying to figure out if it was a true story or not, if it actually happened, uh, you know, whatever. And we basically uh, still were kind of up in the air about it. It could go either way. So, yeah. But a lot of reports stating that uh, that wasn't a real a real thing. That I, I mean, the expedition itself was real, but there was a, a twist to what actually happened. And uh, a lot of it was wrote by a newspaper guy. I believe it was from Texas, if I'm not mistaken. I'd have to look this all up again, but, you know, and the story became widespread, and, you know, uh, the guy did it basically for the money or whatever, and, uh, you know, that's how it came to be. So we don't know for sure. <laughs> uh, Buzz Aldrin. Ah, why did light year go up? I wonder... Uh, yeah, going back to what Julie was talking about, uh, with the, uh, you know, the Russian group, they found dead, you're talking about the, uh, oh, 
I'm trying to remember what they were doing up there now. But yeah, they uh, were found scattered uh, throughout. Uh, some of them were naked and some of them were clothed. Uh, looked like they jumped through their tent uh, to get away from whatever it was that was supposedly chasing them. Of course, they all died of exposure, you know, eventually. Uh, uh, some of the body parts uh, were missing from a few of them. Uh, supposedly they had radiation poisoning. Uh, all kind of weird stuff uh, going on there. Yeah. Um, and they've done studies on that. You know, there's been a few investigations uh, put into that. Some think that uh, it was an avalanche that, that caused them to uh, do what they did. Other ones think it was a military uh thing that uh, happened and that the people didn't know about the military being up there. Uh, <clears throat> other people think that there was a group of uh, individuals that were locals that didn't want them up there and they, you know, and they chased them and killed them or whatever. Uh, there's like three or four different uh, theories to that, uh, whatever happened. But you take the radiation, you take the body parts missing and stuff like that, and None of it really makes sense. Uh, you know, they, they tend not to talk about that stuff. So, uh, pretty weird, for sure. Pretty weird. But, yeah. Things like that that were never uh, never fully uh, disclosed. Uh, Maddie says, uh, have you heard about the scientists who went to Antarctica when they were picked up? They were leaving, apparently none of them spoke. They all just seemed to be in shock. This is true, I wonder what it was. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier, where they, uh, when their uh, craft came to pick them up, they uh, ran right out of their tents and ran right into the craft. They were scared to death to even uh, look outside, so to speak. Um, it was like something might have been waiting for them or were after them or something. Um, and yeah, they got on board, nobody would talk about anything. Uh, and they were immediately, you know, flown back to wherever they came from. Um, but the uh, witnesses on the craft said that they all looked pretty distraught and were shook up uh, that something had happened, but nobody would talk about it and nobody would say what it was. So, you know, uh, yeah, pretty crazy stuff. But uh, good question, yeah. <laughs> But people think, uh, you know, that they stumbled upon uh, an alien uh, encounter or had an alien encounter or something of that nature. And, uh, you know, they were, uh, you know, worried, uh, you know, whatever. But who knows? I mean, uh, nothing's really come out on it. So, you know. And that's the thing, I mean, you can, you know, people can get scared over a lot of things, you know, uh, scary situations, but, you know, until they actually come out and say what it was or what had happened, you know, I guess we're never really going to know, but you can speculate about a bunch of things and, you know, uh, but yeah, uh, definitely something happened and uh, they didn't want to talk about it, so crazy stuff, <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to, uh, once again tonight, I want to get this, uh, let's see here, 
There's a couple things I wanted to bring up. Uh, want to bring this over here real quick and uh, uh, Okay, uh, let's see here. Um, uh, Kevin says it's like, how did the moon get there, Clarence? <laughs> uh, Oh, are you talking about the moon landings, Kevin? Is that what you're talking about? I'm sorry, I wasn't. Uh... <laughs> yeah, there have been a lot of things lately about that. You know, we had on our last show, uh, we did the watch party, remember, about the, us going back to the moon. And... Uh, you know, I keep seeing posts again and again and again about, you know, how they faked the uh, moon landing and uh, different other things like that. And it's like, wow. Uh, you know, and they come up with these things like, uh, you know, the uh, radiation belt and stuff. And, uh, you know, I I actually made a comment with a posting and I, and I, uh, and I said, you know, this is how it happened and, you know, <laughs> take it from there. Uh, Kevin said, yes, Clarence, where did it come from? Well, the moon, uh, you know, moon came from the same place the Earth did, and Mars, and Mercury, and Venus, and the rest of them. Uh, you know, we, uh, you know, we were uh, basically uh, thrown together, uh, just like the rest of them. Um, and it was maybe... Uh, it was part of a, another planet or something, uh, who knows, but with all the collisions and all the raw power and the heat and all that stuff, uh, you know, uh, it's just like Jupiter with its nine moons, you know. Um, you know, it's just basically a waste rock in a sense uh, that gets formed over time and, uh, you know, it gets into that gravitational pull and sits where it sits and is what it is, you know, but <laughs> a lot of people have their own theories on that. Some people think it's artificial and that it was brought into our zone, so to speak, and it's there as an alien base, uh, put there on purpose, you know, so they can travel back and forth to the earth. Um, there's been a lot, a lot of talk about that, especially in the past year or so, you know, and, uh, so, <laughs> who knows for sure, you know. <laughs> but I have to kind of stay on the science side of that and uh, say that uh, it was formed, you know, right alongside the Earth. Uh, as for now, I mean, you know, until hard evidence comes out or whatever, but... Uh, Okay, the Badlands Guardian. Okay, this is a... I'm going to see if I can do this. I'm going to try to blow this up for you. And... 
This is a post that's by Dave Rooker, who is an admin in Ancient Aliens. Now, I'm going to turn this around. Those that are listening on the radio site, I'm sorry you can't really see this. But if you go into the Ancient Alien Theory group and look at the posting there by Dave Rooker. But I just wanted to show people what I was talking about. Now, if I can turn this around, I hope you guys can see this live on uh, the live stream. But um, I'm going to put my finger right here behind here so you guys can see this but this here I don't know if you can see it that well or not but if you notice right where my finger is that's a whole nother face right there that whole area I don't know if you can see that or not I just thought I'd try to show it to you here real quick <laughs> you see the eyebrow and the eye and the nose and the mouth and all that stuff. The head's kind of tilted backward, you know, back a little bit uh, right there. But I thought that was pretty cool. I don't know if anyone else ever saw that. Now, you can see the nose, you know, different things. So, different. <laughs> Rob says, my dad is watching too. Wow, cool. Thank you. <laughs> Hello, Rob's dad. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's see here. Um, Okay, they've been finding um, <clears throat> uh, these uh, remains lately over in Bulgaria. And they've been finding some more pottery and different things like that. And I find it ironic, uh, seriously. Now you that know me and have been with me for a while know how I feel uh, about the uh, Danbu Valley civilization and how I tend to believe that it is the oldest uh, civilization that was here uh, even before Mesopotamia, you know, before Sumerians and those, uh, you know, and their, their writing was the oldest writing and different things like that. Uh, you know, I posted about it a few times, and uh, and uh, you know, I've, I've talked about it. Well, they just found some more uh, female remains, uh, carbon dated like, oh my gosh, over what was it, twenty some thousand years? I think it was something like that. Uh, and once again, I mentioned the fact, you know, that the uh, Danbu Valley uh, people, you know, were there a very, very long time. So, and I am working on something, uh, call me crazy or whatever, but uh, some of these tablets that they find, uh, 
you know, in different places, I noticed that there's some resemblance to some of that text. And uh, so uh, I got a feeling that if they really look into it hard enough, they'll find out that uh, that uh, that a lot of that is together. So. Uh, Rob wants the number again. Okay, Rob, uh, let me post this for you here real quick. The number is 855. We got uh, 836. I don't even know my own number. How do you like that? 836. 7394. Yep. And that is the call in number. There you go. 855-836-7394. But yeah, feel free to call me uh, anytime and we can chit-chat, you know, about different things or whatever. Or if you have questions or comments or a story or, you know, maybe you got a new book out you might want people to know about or something like that, by all means, please give me a shout and we'll be glad to, you know, put it on there. In the meantime... Uh, on your calendars, June 30th, that's uh, next month, June 30th, I believe it's going to be a little late, it's going to be like 8 o'clock Central Time, but I'm going to have uh, uh, Stephen Erdman on with me, and uh, we're going to, as you remember, we had a show once before, and, uh, you know, we got into a few things, and we wound up getting cut off a little short, uh, you know, too early, uh, you know, we had some uh, illnesses uh, going on there. So um, we are going to kind of pick up where we left off. And, uh, you know, so that's going to be June 30th, um, 8 o'clock, I believe it is, Central Time. And uh, we're going to pick that back up. So, and I'll, I'll make posts and stuff about it, you know, here and there and whatever, you know, so everybody will remember. But... Just to let you know, it's an upcoming show. <laughs> that would be fun. So, anyway. Anything else? Anybody's got anything to ask or say or whatever on the live feed here? You can, uh, you know, give us a shout here real quick. And, uh. Let's see here. Yeah, there we go. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay, we have a number here. It's a 914 number. Let's see if we can pick this up. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. What's going on, bud? How are you? Uh, pretty good, Rob. You yourself. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Same old thing. Every uh, Just a different day, you know what I mean? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. I was surprised you were off from work tonight. I was uh, shocked when you said that. You know, I was like, wow, that's cool, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was hoping you were going to do an episode on like a Friday night or like a Saturday night because that's when I had off. Right, cool. Good deal. Yeah, I'm glad we caught you. Um, 
See here, Kevin was talking. He says uh, it's amazing what we can do just by thinking about it, Clarence. Yeah. Have you been watching The Curse of Oak Island? And uh, Clayton says, what's up, brother? What are we talking about tonight? Hey, Clayton, good to see you again. Um, as far as The Curse of Oak Island, no, I give up on it. <laughs> uh, not only that, but now they got the curse of uh, uh, Civil War gold with Marty Lagina, you know. So, you know, it's just, all this stuff is just money making for them and doing whatever, you know. I mean, it's it's a fun show to watch or whatever if you're, you know, if you're into that kind of thing. But, you know, I get wore out after. I've been watching it since it started, so to speak. I got them recorded, but... Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just not that much well, into it. I think they're it. really close on the Curse of Oak Island. I think they're really close to finding something. They have so many different. Yeah. They have so many different ways to like break down the island from from ground level up. Like, right. From, like I don't know how deep they really go, but mm -hmm. <clears throat> but they have so many theories that they keep trying to test. Something's got to give eventually. They got to find something. Whether it's they find nothing. Right. Or to find something. It's a, it's a, it's a right. go big or go home thing. But those guys are spending millions of dollars just to oh, no kidding. dig up an island yeah. because of supposed gold. They should give us those millions of dollars. Let us produce a TV show for History Channel about, <laughs> about alien encounters. Better than Tom DeLonge and the rest of them. Oh, ain't but, that the truth? You know. Yeah, absolutely right, Rob. Absolutely right. You know, people a few things. We learn a few things along the way. Let's. They let us travel and go to the desert and, sure. you know, scope out Area 51 like the rest of them and give our take on it. I think people would enjoy that. I really do. That's why we do what we do, right? That's why we try and put stuff out so people can enjoy it. Exactly. Exactly right. Yeah, and, you know, and it's funny because, you know, it's like I said in the past too, Rob, I wish uh, that they would go back in time and kind of refresh themselves on these shows, you know. Uh, they're getting, mm -hmm. you know, they're getting too far into this other stuff that really is not making much sense anymore for a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Um, Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. It's, it's a sad Ancient, thing. Ancient Aliens, they, they, they brought out a new season of Ancient Aliens, and they figured that the first thing that they should do is go back to an older episode and expand on it. Right. That shows you, I mean, yeah. personally, I love Ancient Aliens. Don't get me wrong. Oh, me too. But that's yeah. like a regurgitation, mm -hmm. regurgitation of the same of the same topic, right. just looking at it. But there's ways to subtly do that. If you're taking a topic and looking at it from a different angle, mm -hmm. maybe projecting a different point of view from it, mm -hmm. it's cool. But it, right. with the way that they go back, we all knew about Antarctica already. Right. We knew about that. What, why would they, yeah. they really didn't go into this massive hole that's supposedly in Antarctica that leads down into into caverns and things like that. They touched on it very quickly, but not, right. you know, right. bring, in, uh, bring, bring in some new professionals, too. Like, <clears throat> I guess... A lot of these guys are, are seasoned veterans, and I love that. I mm -hmm. love to hear what they have to say, especially George Sukulos. I love George Sukulos. I don't know why. he's His hair is crazy, and it's awesome. <laughs> the first thing that, that I told my girlfriend was, babe, look at this guy's hair. He's like, right. I started listening to what he had to say, and he's, he's yep. very smart, and I love that. Yep. But yep. Let's, let's, let's move to a different topic. It, maybe ancient aliens should migrate towards the, the more contemporary encounters, right. you know, as opposed to going ancient. If they went into more contemporary encounters, which they do here and there, they do, but do a whole show on it. Right. Do a whole show on, on 
just abductions, period. Right. And people, I'm sure that people who have been abducted are are taking from this suppository of knowledge mm-hmm. the lineage of these specific types of alien entities mm-hmm. and can, you know, translate that into an episode where it is talking about the past, but it's taken from a point of view of somebody who found out at a different time. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. Exactly. Hey, real quick, I want to shout out to Christina. I see she's in with us. Hello, dear. Uh, Sharon had to leave. Uh, you know, I hate to see her go. Uh, Clayton asked the question, and this is a good question because I just did a write-up about this uh, just a couple weeks ago, and he says, uh, do you actually think the pyramids were used as a power source? <laughs> ah, very good question, and I'm going to give you my answer on this, and it's going to blow you away. No, I do not think they were a power source. Uh, and I'm not talking about just the Great Pyramid of, of Giza, okay? I'm talking about different ones like the Mayan pyramids and a couple others. I have came to the conclusion, and I did a write-up about it. Many people commented on my post. Uh, you know, I posted it all over the place about how the pyramids are set up like a whiskey still. And... They actually used mercury, and mercury was a way of extracting gold from fine material. And that's what I believe the pyramids and that, you know, a lot, I'm not going to say all of them, but I'm going to say uh, a good lot of them were designed for, was for gold and fine uh, metals, you know, whatever, uh, precious metal. Uh, things like that, because uh, you know how Egypt was with gold, uh, you know, tons of it, same thing with the Mayans, you know, and whatever, uh, but yeah, that's that's my theory on that, you know, that they were designed. That, that, as... That's a pretty sound theory too, you know, it, <laughs> that's, uh, it, definitely, it definitely works. <clears throat> yeah. my, my personal theory on it, and it doesn't really differ from what you were saying, I know the gold was a big major component in when they were burying people and things like that mm-hmm. i think that the mercury resonates at a certain vibration which mm-hmm. helps the 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 inner spiritual soul ascend to wherever it is that they have to go the mercury is like a power source in a sense was it used as a power source in a specific manner maybe mm-hmm. but what it is is that that mercury helps helps elevate that that spiritual being inside of all of us Mm-hmm. that was able to to ascend mm-hmm. to where these people go in an afterlife. Right. Also, I believe that these mercury that the mercury was also part of some kind of uh, you know, refinery inside of a alien spaceship to mm-hmm. maybe help it fuel or to help it get through certain, you know, areas like the radiation belt and mm-hmm. things like that. So right. what it what it actually is doing is they're replicating that as a pool of mercury. Mm-hmm. And showing the people, look, we have what you have. Right. We are as the gods were. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very possible. What I wish they would do, and no one has ever done it, I wish they would go into the Great Pyramid of Giza, or Giza and, you know, where the walls are black, you know, and the ceiling and stuff, I wish somebody would go in there and take a few swabs, literally, and have them tested and see what's actually on them swabs. You know, what kind of soot is that? You know, what is the chemical makeup? You know, but nobody's ever done that. They, you know, uh, so why wouldn't you? Uh, you know, <laughs> I would of like course. to know. 
Yeah. I bet you ten thousand dollars. There's an organic material. There's got to be inside of there. There's got to be. Whether it be whether plant life or, or some kind of DNA of some kind of human, they can then they can trace you know specific points of DNA mm -hmm. and how they've changed from then to now as well, which will also show you. Not only the evolution of, of where we come from, mm -hmm. but I guarantee you they find some kind of hybrid DNA in there as well. Because I wouldn't doubt it. Wasn't regular people working in the in, insides of those places? No, no. Those places are massive. <laughs> exactly. Whether it be slaves or not, there's definitely yep. some kind of hybrid hybrid type of being that was working in there. Something. And maybe once they were finished working in there, that black material, their organic matter, spread across the whole thing because they disposed of them. Right. They outlived their use. Yep. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, Mandy, let's see here. Mandy wants to know, what are your thoughts on Pumapunku? Do you think E.T.'s built it? Not only do I think E.T.'s built it, but I think it's the oldest structure in the world. Next to the uh, Sphinx. Yes. <laughs> I, yes. I agree with that. Yep. I agree with that. Pumapunku, Puma to me, was the, the, the beachhead. Yes. That started everything on this planet. I agree. That's where they first came. That's why yep. they're. That's why there's specific types of things that look like tracks yep. and you know takeoff points because they were bringing all of these different types of, of other beings to this planet to yep. not to colonize it, but like I said before, to to work on it. So they needed that staging point. Like when we went into Normandy, we, did, we the first thing we did was go into the beach, which right. was a beachhead. But if you're coming from outer space, the first place you're going to want to go is to a plateau that's high up. Exactly. Because whenever you have the high ground, yep. you have the advantage. So if you're going onto a planet, the first place you're going to land is not made. If you could land on a mountaintop, what better way to land on a mountaintop than a plateau that's thousands <laughs> of feet in the air? Exactly. You see everything yep. coming from every which angle. This is where, see, this is, this is where I get, I, I love this stuff because you're not only taking military tactic and what human nature shows. Mm -hmm. you're, you're using it to, to refine a specific thought, which makes it believable in a sense, which makes you be right. like, hmm, you know what? Absolutely. That sounds like a sound. That sounds pretty sound. But yep. we do the same thing. Well, we, we do the same thing. Exactly. But we were taught by them. Now, here's another thing, too, I want to point out to people that talk about Pumu Punku and stuff. Stop putting Tiunaku and Pumu Punku together, okay? I know they are closely... Uh, nearby each other, they're only like a kilometer apart. But I'm gonna let you in on a secret, folks. People use the rocks and stones from Pumapuku to build Tionaku. They are not the same place. Okay, so let's make that perfectly clear. <laughs> I hate that every time. Every time you see an episode and they talk about Pumapuku or Tionaku. You know, they always mention Tiunako, and then they're at Pumapunku doing the stone thing. And it's like, that is not Tiunako, that is Pumapunku. Two separate sites built way differently, long, far apart. <laughs> you know, far, far apart. It's also significance, too. The significance of, of, of either of them is totally different. One, you know, one is, like I said, it could be some kind of staging ground that, they, that was destroyed. The other is just sort of like a... Like it's like an older society. It's where they, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. It's not. It's different. It's totally different. Yep. Two totally different concepts. Exactly. Not only that, but you know, Pumapunku obviously was destroyed, and now I don't know if it was an accidental destruction, or if it was deliberately war on war. You know what I'm saying? And 
I believe it was deliberate. I believe it was, I too. I think it was deliberate because... Yeah, I do, too. What's, what are you going to do? You know, you can't leave advanced technology for basic society. Right. Like, like they always say, they'll kill themselves and things like that. <laughs> so what better way to do that? Like, than to blow it up. I, I keep yeah. referring to World, War II, to World War II, but, you know, when we established the beachhead, after we were finished and we moved inland, we destroyed those places because we didn't want them to go back behind the lines right. and take those places back better, better than they were before they left them. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's, 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 a, it's a security matter at that point. Like, you cannot leave these... Like, if... if, if if, if a specific army was going to get the guns that you had that were so crucial to you mm -hmm. winning the war, you would prefer to blow them up as opposed to letting them get their hands on them. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. Kevin says but he wonders... Complain as, as opposed to a disadvantage. Exactly. Kevin says he wonder where humans originated. Well, that's uh, that's a good question, <laughs> and I'll tell you what I believe. <laughs> um, we originated right here on Earth. Uh, we were basically a petri dish. Uh, there were many of us uh, separated throughout uh, the world, uh, possibly by different forms of ETs. Uh, the grays, you know, on one end, uh, maybe uh, who knows what on the other end, you know, there's probably three, four, five, six different species all making their own uh, human race, so to speak. Uh, this is why you have uh, Caucasian folks, you have slanted eye Asian folks, you have RH negative blood. Uh, you have, you know, there's all kind of uh, different abnormalities, you know, within human races. Uh, the reason why I'm saying this is because they kept us all separate in separate areas of the world, uh, different regions, so we would not interbreed with one another. Uh, they wanted to keep us as the race that they built and so on and so forth. And that's where the RH negative also came from. It was to keep, you know, other, uh, the, the positive, you know, be positive from mating with them so they couldn't have their kids, you know. They wanted to keep them all the same. So that's how that all came about. But that's what I believe anyway. <laughs> you can even go back further than that. Think about the 17 different hominid species that they found Oh in, yeah, absolutely. Bones and yeah. All, all across the earth, mm -hmm. these are just different. Uh, yeah. They're different archetypes to the same being, yep. with just a little small difference. Whether it be more advanced, less advanced, intelligence, not intelligence, talking, not talking. You know, these types of things were were their workers. This is their mm -hmm. worker being. This is what mm -hmm. they did. Right. So, by by by, when they eventually, I believe that they came. They left for a little while, and then they came back again. Sure, and they because kept coming back. when they left back. these hominids to, 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 to run amok, mm -hmm. they killed each other off, and only one survived. Yeah. And that was the smartest one, well, which is us now. We I, I don't know. It, it could be, but no, 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 I can't say that. Because Neanderthal and Homo sapien definitely mated. You know what I'm saying? So... Of course. There's definitely a mixture of gene there somewhere, you know. Um, 
But what gets me is like you're just yeah, stating, though, yeah. they, they just found that other, uh, I forget what the hell they call it now, but it was another species of man that they never found before, you know. And they're thinking it's between the yeah. Denisovians and the uh, Neanderthal. So, you know, or maybe even older than that. Who knows? But Correct. Yeah. But there, there was one product that came out of any, either whether it be interbreeding or killing each other off. If if you mate with like like Genghis Khan, Genghis mm -hmm. Khan thought that when he was taking over all of all of Eastern Asia, he said, you know what I'm going to do is we're going to we're going to rape and pillage, we're going to breed them out. Right, right. So whether it's whether whether it was elimination by force or elimination by breeding, mm -hmm. one one was less standing. Right, and we were a part of that. Right. Uh, Maddie says so in congruence, we agree with each other. We agree with each other, but <laughs> I, I guess it gets in the specifics. It gets a little muddy, but right, yeah, know, nobody really knows exactly. But. Uh, Maddie says, so do you think that the different races on our planet mirror the image of their creators? Um, yes and no, yes and no. Um, yeah, good question. Really good question. Boy. <laughs> Yeah, good question. I see. Well, with, with, with that whole thing, I believe that there are other human-looking yeah, there, types well, of beings you, on, on other planets with small differences. Absolutely, yeah. To help them survive absolutely. properly, there there has to be. I mean, yeah. you know, and In you know, yeah. If you look at the Greys, for instance. They resemble the human face. I mean, you know, I mean, there's always, you know, with the two arms, the two legs, the head, the neck. Okay, maybe we're not an identical match, uh, whatever. But as far as body structure and different things, uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, not to mention things, though, you know, we still have things in our own body that we don't even need. You know, tonsils, appendix, gallbladders. Uh, things of these natures that we had to use back in the day, but not anymore, okay? Uh, different things like that. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, who knows? I mean, you know, uh, I'm thinking possibly here in the near future you're going to start seeing uh, more genetically refined humans. Where we don't have half well, of the you, uh, instruments that we do now, you know. Have you ever heard of the theory where, you know, if we were a space-dwelling race and we lived on a ship with artificial gravity, mm -hmm. that our skin would turn a grayish color, our arms would elongate, we would grow shorter to live better mm -hmm. inside of the ship, mm -hmm. our mm -hmm. brains would get bigger and our heads would shape differently and our eyes would turn black because there's no, no sunlight. refracted light that right. that our, our, our irises need to mm -hmm. protect us from. Right, more of a night so vision they, thing. They, 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 <clears throat> they do models of what a human would look like after three generations in space. And when you look at it and put it next to a gray, it's crazy. It's got no hair, it's got long appendages, mm -hmm. and it's got a small little body with a, with a big head and, and slight eyes mm -hmm. that are black mm -hmm. because they don't need it anymore. All right. So, I mean, that could, honestly, if, if, if you really want to get into different types of theory, 
that those grades could be us from the future. Oh, absolutely. Coming back, absolutely. Coming back home. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I agree with that. You know, I really do. In some cases, I mean, the theories, you know, sometimes they get a little thin, but then all of a sudden they thicken up again. You know what I'm saying? And a mm -hmm. lot of it makes sense and a lot of it, you know, so we're on the right track. It's just a matter of putting it all together as a puzzle, so to speak. So you got it as a definite deal, you know, that's the thing. Right. But uh, as far as language and stuff like that, I think each uh, tribe or whatever you want to call it, you know, had their own language, um, you know, so on and so forth. Um, but see, you got to go back millions of years. I'm not talking just thousands of years. I'm one of those people that believe that man walked with a dinosaur, you know, uh, oddly as it sounds. But, um, you know, there's evidence of that. So, you know, uh, so I kind of stick to that. Um, not only that, but I think the earth has been rejuvenated two, three times. So what we know as Neanderthal and Homo sapien and whoever, uh, you know, these guys, they may have all been wiped out entirely, killed off and whatever, and we may be the new breed that you see now. You know what I'm saying? Um, we may not... I mean, we may have some of their genetics, but we may not be from them originally. They may be, you know... They, they took the good pieces of them and put them into us. Basically, the that, the yeah. The things that they saw in them, that yeah, were, absolutely. they brought and they put it into us. Absolutely. Luckily, it's like an experiment going time and time and time again. Over and you over. You fail, you try again. You yep. fail, you try again. Exactly. Terraform and fail. Terraform and fail. Exactly. I believe that 100%. Yeah. It's like being in a matrix. Yeah. And he says, oh, this is the fifth matrix. This isn't, there's been five of you before this. Right, exactly. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's hard to say. That's not the case, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and when you look at advancements, you know, at the advancements of human themselves, I mean, um, genetically speaking, uh, you know, we still got pygmies in Africa, right? We got the short people that live in Hawaii, uh, you know, different things like that. Uh, some places never evolved at all, and other places just boom, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, <laughs> who knows? I mean, it's just, uh, you, you can't wrap your mind around it. It, it. it just blows you away sometimes, you know, when you really stop and think about it. But, yeah, you... Uh, I completely agree. I completely agree. <laughs> it's... it's it, there's so many possibilities that it's 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 never ending, and to point your finger at one specific one and not take root of all of them, right? You know, is right. is is crazy. Just like just like they say with Darwinism and evolution, mm -hmm. yeah, maybe that played a little part in it, but there's other aspects of it that they're not talking about. Well, when it comes to animals, you know, when it comes to animals, Darwin might have been right, but when it comes to humans, I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I'm not right. so sure about the evolutionary track on, you know, as far as humans go. Animals, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, not only that, but, you know, you got to remember, there were giants. There were, you know, all kind of different types of uh, subspecies of human, you know, um, which we know no longer exist. But we still have giants here, obviously. You know, we got seven foot people, eight foot people. They're all on our NBA basketball teams, for Christ's sakes. 
you know. <laughs> you can't miss them, you know. Who the hell wears a 32 shoe, for Christ's sakes, you know? Come on. It's ridiculous. That's true. That's yeah. true. I don't wear a 32. I got a size 12. And Mine's a 9. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Imagine being a 32. Yeah, imagine. I mean, that's crazy, right? That's Sasquatch shoe, you know? Come on. Wow. But half the football, or half the basketball players, that's what they do. You know, they got between 20 and 30 inch freaking shoes. You know, it's crazy. That's three feet. 36 inches is three feet. Come on. <laughs> wow. Can you imagine a foot this big? I mean, you know. <laughs> oh Just imagine my goodness. how long somebody's toes have to be for a three foot. Oh. A three foot foot. Imagine. It's crazy. That's crazy. A that is a long, that is a long pinky toe. I'm not going to lie about it. You must stub that thing like every five days. That's, exactly. That's horrible. <laughs> hey, VJ, I want to say hi to VJ. I see she dropped in. She says she's sorry she's late. That's okay, hon. Um, Clayton wants to talk about the dumbing down through current technology. Um, yes and no. Depends on how you use it. <laughs> I still see Very people... True. I still see people that are attached to that goddamn cell phone. They cannot get their ear off from it. And they literally run into doors because they're concentrating on what the person's saying and talking to that they don't even realize what they're doing. You know, it's just, it's crazy. Um, yeah, so many young folks that they've uh, went out on the street and they talked to them, uh, you know, interviewed them about, you know, like who is the vice president or who is, uh, you know, such and such or whatever. Easy, stupid questions, and they have no clue. But they know who all the Kardashians are. Hello? <laughs> you know, uh, different things right. like that. It's that's, just, that, that's, that's crazy. Mark Dice. That's Mark Dice who does that stuff. Right, right. Mark Dice yep. is amazing. Yeah, crazy. It's amazing because <clears throat> they've, they've used superior technology to dumb down the masses. Imagine saying that out loud. That is a complete oxymoron. Mm -hmm. You're using advanced technology to dumb, to dumb down people. The masses. Yeah, absolutely. And I agree with that. I really do. You know what, Rob? We were just talking about this the other day, a friend of mine. Uh, you know, <clears throat> they don't even teach kids cursive writing in school anymore. Now they're handed out tablets uh, in, in grade school. They're on computers now. They don't even have to use a freaking pencil and a pen. They won't be long, and these things here will be obsolete. We won't even need them anymore, you know? And they wonder why kids can't read, because they don't right. have to. The, yeah. The, the tablet will talk to them. Well, exactly. Them exactly. It literally will talk to them. Siri, tell me how to change my tire, you know, and that's what's going to happen. Yeah. You know? Unbelievable. She's speak it to them. She's not even, even going to give them a written document that they have to... No, absolutely. It, it, it's crazy you say that because, you know, I, I do a lot of, like, circle readings and things like that. Mm -hmm. And when you hear some of the kids trying to read aloud... Oh, it's crazy, it, isn't it? It's not that, you know, they, they just, they're not good at it. They just can't. Mm -hmm. and, and then I start to read aloud and they're like, well, wow, how do you read like that when you're trying mm -hmm. to project your voice? I said, first off, I have the gift of gab. I can talk all day long. Right. <laughs> but my mind can do two things at once. I can dictate while I'm reading. Sure. And that's a skill that I picked up from, from doing all the presentations in school. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's... It, 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 it baffles me. Yeah. That they 
are so advanced with what they can do. There is no disconnect from another reality, which is the cyber reality. Right. There is absolutely yeah. no disconnect. Yeah. You get such a pleasure out of somebody liking and tweeting and retweeting that, you know, most of them haven't even kissed their first girl. That's where the real pleasure is at. Not well, get, you know, you know graphic, it, but no, but you're right. And, here, and here's the thing: more pleasure has more pleasure than than anything you'll mm -hmm. ever do on a phone, a yeah. tablet, a computer. Human mm -hmm. compassion, human honesty, human emotion. Period. Right. Is getting thrown out the window now, and those types <clears> of feelings are are the profound feelings, the groundbreaking feelings that make you change your life in a specific manner because you felt that joy, that mm -hmm. pain, that good, that right. bad. That's what dictates you to be who you are. Mm -hmm. It makes you the person that you are. Sure. That's why a lot of these people now that are out there are followers because their phone and their tablet is telling them how they should be. Right. Not them taking a moment and saying, you know, if I go out and I actually experience that instead of somebody else experiencing it mm -hmm. for me and then I just watch it. Right. But you notice a lot of people have anxiety issues with a lot of people. Yeah. I could stand in a crowded room or a party and feel totally content with being either in the center of attention or on the outskirt. Mm -hmm. Because I know what it's like to be in a mass of people and have them hear me speak right. or to sit there and listen. I can play both sides of the coin. A lot of people... The, the new word is, it's too people-y, I don't want to go. Right. What do you mean it's too people-y? Of course, <laughs> these are the people you need to interact with on a right. daily basis. Like, I, I, I don't understand that, what people-y even means. Mm -hmm. Yes, there's going to be people there, but that's okay. And right. they're like, no, no, I don't like being around a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Why not? Why are you so uncomfortable? Are you not okay with yourself? Right. And that has a lot to do with self-confidence, too, because... Sure. Being on all the, and no, I just keep going. I keep going. But no, no, you're watching good. all these people like the Kardashians and mm -hmm. and and all these different people that got famous. Notice that these people are actually out there experiencing. Right. They're not on their devices all the time. They actually have people to run their devices. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But they're out there experiencing things. Yep. Yep. And these people follow these people, but don't actually follow them in the way that that they should. They don't follow them in the right. In, going out and gaining their own experiences, they follow them in, in fashion and looks. Listen, everybody's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Everybody has great qualities. Mm -hmm. Everybody has bad qualities. Right. It's your job as a human being to go out and meet these people that you can connect with and become friends mm -hmm. and, and enlighten each other and enjoy each other. Right. As in company, as in as an in intimacy, as in anything. You right. need those experiences. So people who don't have those experiences are followers now. They're being told how to how to speak, how how to think. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what makes us a little bit different than some of those other people. Right. Is we don't take everything at face value on the internet. Mm -hmm. We we say to ourselves, that sounds cool, but let me do my own stuff and see right. if that's really the case. Right. Exactly. Here's another thing that bothers me about it too. Uh, and this is why I don't like texting a lot of people and messaging. Because the way I talk and try to express myself uh, when I'm texting, it really confuses people at times. And I've had people literally get pissed off at me because they think that I'm making a joke or, or you know, whatever. Or I'm being blunt or something like that. And it's not really the case. You don't hear 
my voice, you don't understand the emotion behind my text. You know what I'm saying? So, we're, so if you're I reading we something... We're on the same wavelength 100% because I tell my girlfriend that all the time. I say, look, there is no emotion behind text. No, exactly. The text is just to give you a quick message. Right. The text is not for you to read and sit there and go, well, what did he mean by that? Exactly. It means what it says. Yeah, exactly. It means what it says because it's not... There's no, like... The only way you can express emotion in, in texting is by caps locking everything and then you're yelling it. Right. And people are like, why are you yelling? Right. I mean, they, they do have emojis where you can put a heart in there or, you know, to show that you love something or or, or a check mark or, a, you know, whatever. Uh, but that's not the same thing. You know, if you can't read a paragraph, uh, you know, with an expression, then, you know, you're pretty much screwed. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's yeah. So I, I would rather... Well, that goes back to what we were talking about. Yeah. People don't know how to literally read properly because right, right. they're so involved in their well, tablets talking to them. Okay, here's and, the thing. And, and Alexa and Siri and... Yep. I mean... Here, here's the crazy. thing. Think about this, Rob. When we were younger and we went to school, we read like Hamlet, okay? And things of that nature. These... If, if you actually think about it, we were reading plays in a paperback book, okay, that had emotion, mm -hmm. that had emotion. When you read that book, you had emotion, you had feeling, okay? Now, I think that if somebody were to read that now in a text, it wouldn't read the same. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And, yeah. and it's funny, too, because a lot of people don't... What they do is they, they go on these, like, uh, like the fire, uh, like the Kindle and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and they mm -hmm. read these books. Yeah, I got that. Do and, you understand and I, that the actual, the actual going to the bookstore, picking that book physically off that shelf and holding it in your hand mm -hmm. has some type of... It has some type of serotonin release. Exactly. When you close the end of that book and you say, right. I finished that. And yes. then you could put that on the shelf, walk by it every day and say, you know what? That was a great book. I might read it again. Exactly. You know what? That was a great read. Yeah. Maybe you don't want to read it again. But yeah. my personal, like, one thing, when I when I get a, a nice house and I everything starts taking off for me, I'm getting a library. Mm -hmm. And my library is going to be like a section of books that I want to read and a section <laughs> of books that I did read. There you go. Because yep. My child will read the books that I read if they want to, of course. Sure, right. Um, and then there's the stuff that maybe I didn't want to read, but you want to read it, mm -hmm. you know? And it's going to be like a man study. It's not going to be like a man, like a, like a bro room right. where we're drinking and watching, <laughs> watching sports. I'm going to have a study mm -hmm. because I was raised as a gentleman, and a gentleman does things to expand his mind every day, every day, whether it's look at one thing or another. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it goes back to a different breed. Sure. It goes back to really think that there's an evolutionary point where we come from, and there's an evolutionary point where they come from. Mm -hmm. Things, because of technology, and because of the basis of technology, things got so easy for them that they don't know what it's like to be home with no phone, well, no TV, go out and play, go, go ride a bike, Go read a book, entertain yeah. yourself. 
But you know, you know though, society has stifled the American parent also. Uh, you can't spank your kid. You can't scold your kid. You can't, uh, you know. And this is all conditioning as far as what I'm saying, you know, that children need uh, growing up, you know. That's how we learn. That's exactly That's how, how we, we learn. learn, you know. But, you know, don't I mean. Touch the stove, it's hot. Until you touch the stove, you don't know. And then you touch it, you say, I'm never touching it again. That burn like a, like... Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know? But now everything is just changed. Society, okay. society has changed its own... I mean, I don't really know how to explain it the right way, but it's just, you know, uh, everything is... Oh my God! Don't hurt my feelings, or you know, everybody is so feeling. Uh, oh, <laughs> I, I can't even give you the right words for it. You know what I'm saying? They're emotionally uh, driven. They're all emotionally driven. I guess that would be the way you but look not at in it. A good way. Yeah, exactly. Like a it's fragile emotional. Yeah, it's like everything's so fragile. Exactly. Don't get too close to me. I'll break. You know? Really? <laughs> Come on, Buttercup, suck it up. You know, I mean, wow, yeah. Anxiety. People are just so anxiety levels are just crazy anymore. Now I'm an empath. I know about anxiety. You know, uh, but you have to learn how to deal with it and handle it too. I mean, it's not, it's not a crisis. You know, <laughs> it's crazy. Right. There's been anxiety since the beginning of time. Now they just medicate it. Yeah. Yeah, and the exactly. medication makes something else happen where you can't sleep. Then you got to take medication to sleep, or the medication makes you so it, it depletes your anxiety, but now it makes you depressed. So you got to take this one with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like I went through this and and not taking these medications, but you know people thought that I was a little on the crazy side. I am, but well, yeah. in a different way. I'm sensitive right. to the things that I love. You know, <laughs> so they, they make you go through evaluations. And get tested, and they said, "Well, we're going to put you on this one. We're going to put you on that one." And then I said, "No, no, snowflakes. My brain works fine. I go, I go to work every day. I come home with a paycheck. I live, I live on my own with my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I, I have, I have all the things that I need. Cool. So what yeah. makes just because sometimes I get excited or or, mm -hmm. or angry about certain things doesn't mean that I'm there's something wrong with me. Right. It's, it's an emotion. Right. You feel it." Absolutely. When you get old enough, you can control it. You mm -hmm. don't need medications. These medications are literally these psychotropic drugs are are another way that they're that they're zombifying people and dumbing people down. Mm -hmm. Some of those eccentric people were the founders, like Nikola Tesla, eccentric. Yeah, eccentric. Very Look eccentric. At the, the yeah. genius things he did. Mm -hmm. Einstein depressed all the time. Mm -hmm. What about Van Gogh making art, cutting his own ear off because he was in self mutilation? Right. But, right. But he made amazing stuff. I well, even even come out of these dark places sometimes. Even nowadays, we have that with our movie people. Our you know, how many of our great actors and comedians and different ones have committed suicide? You know, literally, drank themselves to death, overdosed themselves, hung themselves. I mean, crazy stuff. You know, and people love you. Like what? Right. I don't understand. Right. People have admiration for you, but you're yeah. going to tell me you feel alone? Exactly. 
Right? Get somebody who's just as big as you are. I get you. I bet you if you guys <laughs> came together and hung out, it would be cool. Yeah. Like, I, it's a scary like, thing. It really time, is. We don't know that yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. We don't know that lifestyle to really mm. talk about it like that, and I feel right. bad if they feel that way. Mm-hmm. And let me don't let me let me take this a step further. Some people absolutely do need medication. Yeah. Oh, Some yeah. People. Definitely. Yeah. But not not the majority. There mm. are a few with bipolar disorder, schizophrenia mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that that can't that can't live in society because society mm-hmm. is a detriment to their health. I get that. And those people, yes, they should be medicated the way that they should be, mm-hmm. but depression, anxiety, uh, you know, some people are severely bipolar, right. and, and, and that's a borderline one for me because everybody's bipolar. In one form There's or another. Emotion. You sure. go from hot to cold yep. in a minute. Anybody can. Sure. Now, if you're sitting there and you're smiling and then all of a sudden you're starting to cry, that's a different That's a issue. different story. Now yeah, exactly. You're bipolar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. There's, 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 there is a threshold for everything. Sure. And I get that. Yep. And I'm not trying to speak upon that as insensitive. Either. Right. No, right. But right. majority of those people out there don't need medication. They don't. They need to learn coping skills. That's it. You learn how to do specific breathing exercises. Or you learn how to separate yourself from those situations that make you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is walk away, and that that's it. But again, I, some people is more severe. <coughs> I can't speak upon what I don't know. I can only speak upon what I, what I would go through at certain points. But at the same time, I'm an adult now. I'm on the other end of it, and I see it as like you know what, toughen up, mm-hmm. toughen up, get through it. Everybody else did. Right. Everybody else did. Well, Kevin, Kevin, Our parents and their parents. Yeah, Kevin here makes a good point too. He says everything must change. Uh, it's the love of money, and the introduction of competition has caused it all. If we only had worked together, it would have been perfect. Well, you know what? Here's the thing, and you're really right on, right on the money. When you take a step back, just into the 1800s, okay. Let's go back to the United States in the Western times when you had uh, Indians and settlers and whatever, okay? Everybody did everything as a community, as a whole. The tribes were tribes. They worked as a community. You know, you didn't have separate people doing separate things, you know, whatever. Now today, in this society, we're all individuals, we don't work together. We work alongside one another, but we work as an individual. And that's where a lot of the problems come from. You're absolutely right. If we had stayed as a group and worked as a group, it would have been a totally different thing. I agree. Well, that's what they used to do. You're absolutely right. They used, yep. to, you know, they used to feed the whole town off whatever they grew. Yep. And then the people who were, weren't growing were making other things like Yep. Like ironworking and blacksmithing and, mm-hmm. and barrel making and wagon wheel people. Like, but of mm-hmm. course, in every society like that, there were those people that stuck together. Special people. Those loners who were bad apples too. Right, right. It was the outlaw, the yep. outlaw class, and yep. they tried to take over by force. Mm-hmm. But any outlaw would come up against an entire town would not go to that town. No, absolutely They're not. Stronger together. Yep, yep. And the thing is, is that these people used to help somebody across the entire town. We can't even stand to help our neighbor, the guy who lives right next to us. The homeless. 
the one sitting on the street corner, you know. And don't get me wrong, I know there's fake people out there. I know there's fakes out there and whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. How could you do that as a people yeah. and not give a as part of my first, but not give a crap? No. You're right. There's something. There's something it's there. A social that, breakdown. You know. Uh, yeah. A definite, I, I, I don't get it. It's a definite social I, breakdown. It comes from this too. I've heard this so many times before when talking to people. Oh, my dad was in the military. I would never do that. What do you mean? Right. Why would you never do that? Right. He was proud. His father was proud of the military. But doing what his father did, he was a little bit stricter. But didn't you turn out good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what about Jimmy down the road? Did Jimmy down the road, whose dad wasn't in the military, turn out good? Well, no, no. Jimmy's living in a gutter somewhere. Right. So why don't you take some of what you know and help Jimmy? Yeah. Because Jimmy needs it. Exactly. Exactly. Because you got some. You got a gift. And and the fact of the matter is, like my parents were amazing. Mm-hmm. I had amazing parents. They were great. They were great. They taught me right and wrong. They taught me how to be a man. Exactly. And, you know, of course there was hiccups and bumps in the road. I, I used to get in a lot of trouble. It's fine. <laughs> but, yep. you know, like, you know, those, it, it, that's just being a kid. Lesson but, learned, you know, yeah. Those specific values mm-hmm. that I hold dear to me now yep. are so important to me that I'm going to pass them to my children, mm-hmm. even if it's, but the rest of society doesn't see it that way. They see what their parents did and they said, well, I'm going to do the opposite. Yeah, and and I don't understand no. it. See, and then, and then that's the thing. When when I was raised up, especially in high school and stuff like that, yeah, I raised all kind of hell and stuff like that. But you know what? I never went to jail, not even for a weekend, right? And I've never, mm-hmm. never in my life ever lied to my parents or to somebody in authority. You know what I'm saying? Never. Right. I always was honest when it comes to stuff, you know. Even if I'm at fault, I'm not going to lie to, you know, whatever. I take my lumps. Okay, I did it. Fine. You know, whatever. Take my punishment. But, yeah. I mean, that's just the way, you know, we were raised or whatever. So, <laughs> but, yeah, you don't well, see that anymore. Well, it's funny, too, because like, like I said, like I said, they say, well, I'm not going to be like my parents. Why wouldn't you want to be? You Look how you turned out. Exactly. <laughs> Look how you turned out. You're yeah. going to do it a different way, and it's not going to be the same outcome. Nope, exactly. That, you know, yeah. doing, like I always say, it's the definition of insanity, doing something the same and expecting a different outcome. Now, let me you ask you I mean? something, Rob. Do you think that this is a genetic thing, to going on? I mean, you know, getting back into the alien, uh, you know, outcome and stuff like that with all these, you know, say, abductions and stuff, you know, and whatever... Do you think this is part of the genetic makeup that they implanted with people now? I mean, is it supposed to be this way? You know what I mean? Uh, see, that, that, that's a tough question because there's, there's a lot of different sides to it. But I, I can tell you from multiple po- like point of views that if, let's say, let's say that, that this specific group derives from the Nordics. Let's say this specific group derived from the Greys, mm-hmm. right? Let's say this specific group de- derived from the Reptilians. Mm-hmm. I would say that, you know, these budding factions, as they were back in the day, are now budding again in that same sense. In that same Maybe sense? Not right. Like, 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 like the police came from, like, they, you know, the Nordics used to protect. They were protectors. Right. They protected everybody. So those people may go into the line of police work, firemen. 
uh, military, you know, yeah, <clears throat> military. Mm-hmm. Now, is it ingrained in us? But like, uh, also with the reptilians too, they were troublemakers for everybody. Everybody mm-hmm. knows that. Right. Reptilians are troublemakers. Even in the Bible, they talk about the snake. Mm-hmm. The snake being Satan. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That came from well before the Bible. So, mm-hmm. to me, I think it definitely has a part to play. That's a good point. But yeah. Also, also, it's society. Mm-hmm. Society is telling these people, you're not going to be nothing. So, just stay nothing. Mm-hmm. Just do what you do. Well, Live there the and, and that's and that's the, the truth. Be the government mule. Yeah, there are. Uh, well, okay. Here's a good example. Um, as you know, I've been having some illnesses and stuff like that, and I've been worried about getting back to work. Okay, I've been told by a few that you know I should maybe think about actually going on Social Security disability, which is not something I'm looking forward to if that has to happen. Okay. But I went online to see if I could project what my pay would be, okay? You know what I found out? There's an average across the complete United States of years worked and age, and everybody gets the same exact amount, pretty much. Everybody. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Because whole life you've been putting in, you've been Isn't that crazy? into this collective, yeah. which is Social Security. And yeah. if you make more, they're taking more. Yeah. But everybody makes an work? average. It's, you tell me. I'm serious. Look it up online. I, I can't. I can't tell you. <laughs> I mean, no, seriously. <laughs> but, I'm not, I can't talk about. Yeah, but look it up online and look what the average Social Security thing is and everybody across the board pretty much makes the same you know it's, it's crazy now i have to look it up because you mm-hmm. found the one subject that i really can't speak intelligently <laughs> I, I don't like that but see but this is like but that. this is what but, you were saying all right it's just an example of what you were saying about society you know the government and whoever controlling you and making you and molding you into what they want you to be okay how many times, all right, here's another prime example, and this is really what's getting to me now, all right, we can't buy a pickup truck or a car now unless it's costing you $20,000 plus, okay? Right. Ridiculous amounts of money it's costing people. People cannot retire anymore. They have to work until they're 80 years old, all right? In order to retire, literally, uh, you know, it, it's it's a sad deal. I mean, it's, it's like, and, and you really don't have anything when you're said and done. You never own anything. You know what I mean? You can pass a few things well, of on. Of course not. The, the bank owns it until the last dollar. Exactly. Stuff. And then and then yeah. you get something called a title, but your title can be revoked at any time. At any time. Anybody else? Yeah. And then, of course, if it goes into an estate or whatever, yada, yada, you know, somewhere down the line, someone else is going to own it anyway. So it doesn't really matter, you know. But, yeah. Well, here's another crazy part about that, too, is that I've been putting in Social Security since I was 13 years old. Sure. By the time I'm of age, I'm 38 now. By the time I mm-hmm. get of age to collect Social Security, I might not even be there anymore. Well, exactly. So who, exactly. So, so, so you're going to take this money from me. 
and yeah. then tell me that I don't have any kind of guaranteed plan, right. which is why I started my 401k, yeah. because I'm not going to be one of those guys who's like, oh, shit, what do I do now? Oh, pardon my French. What am I, you know, what do I do now? Yeah, but you, you know? know what? You have to pay tax on that, too, when it comes into you. When you get that mm -hmm. at the end of your retirement, that's all taxable dollars. Every bit of it. There's nothing... I wish, I wish they would take the tax out now and then just put whatever was left over in there and give me that clean and free. But, yeah, exactly. Well, that ain't going to happen, unfortunately. But that wouldn't work for them because they're only no. getting a dollar, two dollars. Exactly. When they can take, you know, they want to they take the ten grand out of it, the right. fifteen grand, the right. thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. It's, it's crazy because, yeah. you know, my parents went through something similar. They had pension plans mm -hmm. and, or, you know, on top of their Social Security, but they were getting pension. They worked 35 years with a specific company to try and get, I'm not going to name the company, but to trying to get that. Right. And when they wanted to take their money out that they had been pensioned for the, you know, for the remainder, they wanted to take a good chunk out and say, look, we're going to go, you know, we're going to move to Texas. We're going to do whatever we got to do. Right. It's going to be good. We're going to have money in the bank. Mm -hmm. And then five years down the line, the government comes knocking at the door and says, listen, you owe us for tax. Capital gains. And when they, when they say you owe us for tax, that was like 30%. Yeah. They're talking, you know, you're talking money. Yeah. Money that they were like, well, what? What do you mean? Yeah. This is a pension. It should be coming out the whole time. No, you better report that. I have to tell you to tax my money? <laughs> what, what, yeah. what? What? Exactly. How does that work? Mm hmm Sad. It's sad. It's crazy. It's crazy, but that's part of the reason why there's so much upheaval now is because of all these back-ended deals that we don't know much about. Right. And then when everything comes to the light and they say, look, you gotta, you got to pay up. Yeah. And we go, what? What do you mean? <laughs> I wasn't told about this. But that's why, that's why people, you know, even with, even with the astronaut theory and, and, and aliens in general, that when they land, people are going to say, we didn't know about this. Right. But there's people like me and you out there saying, hey, look. There's more to this whole thing. The universe is so much bigger than you thought inside of your little box. And we tried <laughs> to tell you. Right. We tried. But at the same time, you know, if you're not open to it, if you're not going forward and doing your own research and looking into things, you're, you're going to get blindsided. Absolutely. Regardless of the issue. Yeah. Absolutely. Regardless of the issue. And this is, this is going back to what we were speaking about before with being able to read properly yeah. and being able to comprehend what you read. Mm -hmm. They're not going to dictate these things to you. No, absolutely not. You need not. to figure this out. Yeah. It's part of being an adult is sitting down with paperwork and saying, okay, it's like balancing your checkbook. If you don't balance your checkbook, which nobody uses checks anymore, but if you don't go to your, <laughs> your bank account app, mm -hmm. shall we say for, for millennials, your bank account app every day and check what's coming out. Like I had a situation where somebody used my bank card. Right. They put it there. The fraud people called me right away, and I put a hold on it. I had to go get a whole new bank card today. Yep. Another one. Yep. Which means I don't have a bank card for seven to ten days. Right. So what did I do? Me being, a, me, me being prepared... I said, okay, let me go into the bank. I'm in there anyway. Give me my money. Mm -hmm. Give me my money. When I when I get my bank card back, I'll put more back in there. But for right now, that means coming home because God forbid I don't have money. Right. That's my that's my poor planning. It's not them, and they wouldn't have told me that. Right. They wouldn't have told me it was seven to ten days. I knew that because I looked into it. Right. Do I get a replacement card? Right. Or do I go ahead and 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 
are you going to send me one? Like uh, when I first got the bank account. <laughs> right. And they said, they said, no, we're going to send you one. It's going to take seven to 10 business days. Mm-hmm. So you're going to tell me I can't access my money unless I come into this place, which right. means that I have to make sure that I'm up because I sleep during the day now. So it's difficult. Right. But these are the, these are the rational thoughts that we think as adults, a lot of what the online crisis, as I like to say sometimes is that everything is online. Now let's just say that that system doesn't go down one day. Somebody well, it will. a system and it goes it's, down. It's going to. I know money? it will. It's gone. No, it's yeah. not gone because I have cash in my house all the time. Right. I'm not, I don't want to say that on live, on live radio, but I have cash in my house all the time. Mm-hmm. God forbid, I'm going to be okay mm-hmm. because I prepare for situations. I think ahead. Right. I'm not glued to my phone screen mm-hmm. saying, okay, well, what's going on on Facebook today? Mm-hmm. I have disconnect, and the disconnect is what we're missing. This, and I'm very passionate about this. This disconnect needs to happen because eventually people are going to be stuck on their couches, 700 pounds. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, I believe in getting your body right too, but they're yeah. going to be on virtual reality. And I think it's like it's like letting player one where they're in the, in the game all the time. That's <laughs> all they do. They mm-hmm. got their jobs in the game. Exactly. So you're going to yep. be 700 pounds on your couch, out of shape, ready to have a heart failure yep. because you can't. You can't prepare yourself mm-hmm. as an adult to move forward in life exactly. and do the next steps. I'm very big <laughs> at planning, which is part of the reason why my podcast has not come out yet, because I want to have 30 good shows banked. I want to have a banked. I want to make sure that I know these topics in and out before I get on the air and try and speak about any of it. Right. So it's in the works, but... It takes time. It takes research. It takes money. Yes, it All does. those things yeah. I'm doing little by little because I'm not going to throw everything into one boat. Right. And just say, okay, here it is. Whether you <laughs> like it or not. Here yep. it is. No. Exactly. No, I'm turning the masses on to something that's huge. And all the things that we discussed this evening are all the topics that I go over. Sure. Because, you know, the, the, technocracy, you know, the, the techno world is just... It's crazy. It's taking over. And, and, and it's shouldn't. changing. Like I said, yeah. you're missing emotions. Emotions are huge. Absolutely. The joy you get at a at a helping somebody move something, and then you put it down and you say, oh, man, I moved that. Look at that. Yeah. That thing's like 800 pounds. We moved that together. That's <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Exactly. Those little things really add up. They really do. Yep. And for me, anyway. Maybe, maybe I'm different. Maybe I'm a little well, bit no, it's just, a different cloth than a lot of people. You know, you're, you're a dying breed, Rob. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, you know. But no, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. I'm a hybrid. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm a hybrid of old and new. Old world and new world. You know what I mean? Right. I was raised by Italian parents, Italian grandparents, so they told me the old world. My grandfather used to have me go out into the backyard and dig a hole. He said, "Go ahead and dig that hole. We gotta get, we gotta, we gotta uproot the septic because the guys for the septic are gonna charge us three hundred dollars to dig a hole that you could dig for free." Exactly. And yeah. I said, "Okay." Yeah. So I, I'd go out there, I dig the hole. The septic guys would come, and then he'd say, "You know what you're gonna do now? Now you're gonna fill the hole." Fill it back in. Yeah. And he used to be impressed with. <laughs> sure. He used to be impressed with the work that we did because we were young and we were doing it, but yeah. it felt good. Mm-hmm. It felt good to do a hard day's work like that. Sure. And that's that's another thing too. Is people don't like to work. Right now, I lift boxes for a living. That's what I do. Fifty pounds to one hundred and eighty pounds. But at the end of the night, knowing that Yankee Stadium, the Bronx Zoo, and and all these different corporations have what they need to get on with their day, and they're going to order again tomorrow, right. gives me a good feeling. Right. You know, 
and they clock all my numbers too. So how many boxes I pick per hour? Mm-hmm. How many? Like up to this point right now, I think I've it's, it's only what the eighth day of the month. Right. I've already lifted ten thousand boxes. <laughs> Who needs the gym? You yeah. know what I mean? Right. I just got rid of my gym membership because I don't need it no more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lifting boxes. There you go. At, at the end of the day, I can come home and put my head on the pillow and say, you know what? That was a hard day's work, and I earned my money today. Exactly. I earned it. Yep. A hundred percent. Wow, that's awesome. Awesome. It, it it is what it is. It's not not so awesome yet. I want to be in a cushy chair being syndicated on AM radio. That hey, would be awesome. It's going to happen for yeah, you, brother. It, it I know works. it will. It's going to it, happen. It, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I told you I got the gift of gab. I, I just keep going. You <laughs> it's going to happen. And I'll go from one to the next to the next to the next. Yeah, you're all right. I'm terrible. <laughs> no, you're not. You're awesome. You really are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, well, I want to say hi to Gail. I'll see if Gail popped in. Hello, dear. How are you? Nice to have you with us. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, good deal. So you got to work tomorrow night on Sunday? Yes, I do. I work Sunday into Monday. My days off are Friday nights and Saturday nights. Okay. Those are the days I usually have off. I have an on-call day because we do 10-hour days. Mm-hmm. So I usually, it's four days a week with one on-call day, which is Wednesday. But since I've been in with this company, my on-call day is just another day at work because I, they never not call me. They call right. me every time. Right. They call me every time. So it, it, it's good. It's, it's overtime. It's a time and a half. You know, sure. the potential the potential earning in this place is is crazy, and uh, also not only that, you know they're one of, they're one of the top five growing distribution companies in all of the United States. Wow! So, That's with that big. being said, right now we're gunning for number one, and if we get number one, we're, they've just expanded last year by like fifteen million dollars. Wow! So, this year they're looking to like quadruple that. All right. Which means that there's enough. There's enough, there's enough business to, to really go forward because Yankee, well, we, we do like Yankee Stadium, mm-hmm. and Yankee Stadium is owned by a company named Legacy, and Legacy actually owns more than just Yankee Stadium. They own everything. Wow. They own everything. So they want us, they want us to distribute to the West Coast, the South, everywhere, but we don't have the facility to do it yet. Right. So what, what's going to happen is they're going to be opening up more warehouses and more factories, which makes the earning potential for me tremendous. Right. Because if I do well now, I could move up and possibly be on a different side of the spectrum, but mm-hmm. make twice as much money, three times as much money. I could end up with it. You know, this this could be the ultimate career game changer for me. Sure. So I have to go in every day looking at it like that and say, you know what, today's going to be another good day. <laughs> I'm blessed right now, man. I can't. Nothing I can't. I can't knock it. Uh, even though the hours are terrible, the work is hard. Right. It, it has. There's an end game in sight. Like the Avengers, I have an endgame. There you go. I have an endgame. <laughs> cool. Cool. Wow, that's awesome. That is. That's awesome. It's, it's, it's good for me, man. It's good for me. And, and you're and young I, enough. I don't need a gym anymore, so i got to yeah. cut my bills down there, too. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're still young enough. You know, you're under 40, right? So, you know, you still What's got... That? I said you're still young and you're under 40, right? Age-wise? Yeah. Yeah, so... Good. Okay, so there you go. I mean, you know, you still got another good 20, 25 years, you know, on your way. I mean, you know, <laughs> absolutely. I got, a lot of, I got a lot of hard work left in me, that's for sure. Yeah. I got yeah, a lot yeah. of hard work left in me. Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. But the thing is, the difference between now, between myself and a lot of other people is I'm, I'm willing to do that. I'm okay mm -hmm. with that. Right. I've come to grips with that. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, they don't like doing that. They're just like, oh, it's not worth it. It's worth it, but it's worth it. Right. Because when you see your future, when you've only been with a company for a short time and you can see your future in that company, mm -hmm. you hang on with everything you've got. You Absolutely. give them 150%. You don't give them 10%. You don't give them 25%. You give them 150 Right. Because not only that, this is the first place that I've actually worked, Clarence, and I can honestly tell you this. It's the first place that I, we are like the front lines of the distribution company. Wow. The overnight guys is what makes the next day go. Sure. Because what we put on, what we put onto these pallets to send out to people, that's first the customer, it's customer retention. The customer is going to get what they want and get the product that they need. They're going to order again. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. Well, the, the other part of it is that now all these trucks are loaded, so we got the drivers going out with all these trucks. All these trucks are making the company money. So we're the front lines, and these people take care of their front line as if it was this was the, you know the D-Day invasion. This, I'm telling <laughs> you, like they cool. they are a family-oriented company, and they love the guys that put in the work. They love it. They notice it. They've already noticed me. I, I've been there. For five weeks, I changed over to this job. I already got a raise. Wow. Like, you're doing more than you should be doing. Here's some more money. Wow, like, that's okay. awesome. It wasn't huge. Right. But it was the gratitude that they showed for me doing what I do. Nothing wrong and with that. Yeah. Like, I, like I do with everything. I try, I try and give it my all. Because that's all I have. Take Nothing. it or leave it. That's all I have. Well, you see, and, that's, and it shows, see. And people appreciate that. So there, there you go. And it's paying off. Well, you know? That's a fact. And once once I get this podcast listed up, I hope people appreciate that too. I hope oh, people they will. get love like you get love all the time. Oh, I hope you so. You will. You will. I hope so because I have a lot to say. Whether you <laughs> hate it or love it. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm hopefully going to yep. be on top. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm backing you 100%. Yep. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. We've been friends for a long time now, man. Yeah, we friends have. For a long time. Yeah, a few years anyway. Definitely. Yeah, three or four years. That's a fact. Yep. Been doing good. But, yeah, I mean. That's... I want to give a shout out to Tim, to Tim Collard, too. Tim Collard. Yeah. Is, you know, I see him here and there. Tim is Tim is amazing, man. And he is. You know, he's always mess he's, he's messaging me and commenting on my stuff. Mm -hmm. Dude, we miss you, bud. And uh, we got love for you. That's yeah. all. That's all. That's what I can say. Last I heard from him, he was going to move again, I guess, or something. Uh, he was on the show. You know, the last time he was on the show, and he mentioned about moving or doing something. So I don't know if that's what he's doing now or what. Uh, I don't know, but yeah. Every so I, often. I just wish him the best, man. I wish yeah, him the best. Me too. Absolutely. Me too. Yep. He's got some pretty cool stuff going on, and he's got his own theories, you know, too, on things he's working on. He's super intelligent guy, man. Yeah. Super intelligent. Yeah, sure is. A lot to say. A lot to say. So, I always I love, told him. I love talking to like-minded people. <laughs> yep, I always told him that. He said, you know, you I should get your own show or something there, and, you know, I bet it'd take right off, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? Well, it's funny because I I listened to your show and that made me want to get a show wow. because I was like, you know what? I I love what this man is doing. And Clarence, <laughs> I give you all the props in the world, buddy. Oh, thank you. You are like somebody that I look up to in this in this specific field because 
you, the first time you let me on that show, you were like, "Hey, what's up?" And, and it was so cool just to be a part of it that I was like, "I got, I got, I got like a taste for it." And I was like, "I got." You gave me that outlet, bro. And I want to thank you too. You really did. You gave well, me that you. outlet to just go ahead and do it, man. Do it. Just do yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Just feel it and do it. And do it. If yeah. you feel that way, go ahead. Go ahead. Because you gave me that taste, and I, and I appreciate you more than you know. You have no idea. Oh well, well, thank you for that. Thank you. But I, you know, but it's true. Uh, you know, and I and I try to tell everybody the same thing. You know, if you got it in you, you know, and whatever, don't be shy. <laughs> don't be shy. Put it out there. You know, and you always got people here to talk to. You know, and whatever. And that's that's what I like about this community because we're all one big family. You know, regardless. Of course. Whether of you're. Course. Live on Facebook. The community likes to shun us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They like to shun us, and and you know what? I love talking to like-minded people. So if, if anybody out there in Radio Land, if you want to message me specifically or message the Full Spectrum Universe, mm -hmm. I'm always down to talk. There you always. go. Always. I'll tell you how I feel. No, no qualms about it. I won't sugarcoat anything. I'm super blunt and how I feel <laughs> about things. So. Hey, hey, we're out here. We're out here for you guys. Absolutely. So let, right. us, let, let us be there for you if you need us. Exactly right. My goodness. Yeah, it's just... Wow, yeah, I was just sitting here thinking, you know how long we've been on the air here? I mean, years-wise? I mean, it's like five years now, you know, or better. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'd actually That's have awesome. to go back and archive. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> but, I mean, it's... It is a long time. Yeah, of course, I've slowed down a little bit over the years, you know, from what I used to be. But, uh, you know, but we've had some awesome, awesome guests on. And, uh, you know, and I kind of wonder, too, sometimes if people are getting fried out on the ancient alien stuff or, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it makes you wonder, you know, what people think sometimes. But. I I don't think so. I think I think there's a superior quest for knowledge for those few of us, and mm -hmm. those few of us are the ones that that really listen. Right. You know. Right. And if you if you utilize those techno tools that that everybody is like like we talk about Facebook and disconnect, but we use those platforms as mediums. As media, right? Absolutely. Our message. Right. Absolutely. So I mean, totally it, different. We sound <laughs> maybe like like a little hypocritical. But we're just trying to, to 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 let people know what we think because we feel that we have some some prevalence in the matter mm -hmm. and we know a lot. Right. So why not give other maybe using those their maybe using their modus operandum as the way to, to connect with these people to get them to just maybe you know yeah. not give it up but but disconnect a little and go do what you stuff but then still come back and listen to our radio show you know it's not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Right. You know, it's it, it's a fine line that we walk, but <laughs> we we genuinely want want to we genuinely want to enlighten people, but we also want to you know we also don't want them to leave everything completely. We want them to right. be comfortable in themselves mm -hmm. and be and, and really the, the getting down to the root of it. We want you to project your own ideas to everybody else because you will find those people, those people who you can connect with on such a level that's. It's profound, Absolutely. and you get like a sense of joy out of talking to those people. Every time I come on this show, I feel 
energized. I feel like, like <laughs> cool. yeah, you know, because I'm getting to be able to speak my ideas and, and people who are actually listening, whether they are or they're not, I'm putting them out there for them. So sure they are. You yeah. can't tell me that you didn't know because I put it out there. Right. Whether you listen or not is up to you. And I'm not, I'm not telling you you have to, <laughs> but I'm yeah. telling you maybe you should. Yeah. Maybe you should think about other other possibilities because a lot of what we say, maybe not, but maybe so, goes against certain platforms of religious belief. Yeah. But we're not telling you to vacate that. We're not telling you to leave that. Right. We're telling you to we're telling you to expand on it. Exactly. Maybe think further into it. Maybe relate the two together because they do go hand in hand. And whether people say that, that that's crazy or not, if you notice the similarities between all these different religious books and the stuff that we talk about, yep. it's uncanny the it things is. that you can find. Absolutely. And then if it makes sense to you and you can connect these two dots, maybe the guy next to you didn't get those dots. Maybe he didn't see that. But by you saying something, you're telling him, hey, and now he his mind is open. And that, maybe not on that specific subject, but he's going to go to what he loves and say, well, you know what? If he was thinking like that, maybe I could think outside the box on this subject. Right. And now you two come together and you actually have an entire story. <laughs> both of you were working on a separate piece that was not related at all. Right. Right. Which is really, it's really, the, it's the crazy thing about, about what we, like, what we love to do, mm -hmm. you know? And, and that's, all, that's all we want to do is connect the dots. That's all we're trying to do is get... Right. People to recognize that there are different things that you should maybe think about as opposed to what you're being forced for. Yeah, and think more outside the box instead of in the box. You know, that's the thing. You know, I mean, it's like my pyramid theory, you know, and whatever. It differs from a lot of people. Not a lot of people talk about it the way I do, you know, and different things. Right. So, you know, who knows what's right or what's wrong, but it just puts another twist on that angle you know or whatever <laughs> so but when you start well, looking like into things is, you know well depending what i like to say to people is you might you might not be right but you're not wrong right, yeah, right exactly wrong. yeah exactly yeah there is no wrong answer right yeah <laughs> uh until it's proven no, otherwise never yeah so yeah. anyway well rob it's been two hours now that we've been on here so i'm gonna Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm going to get ready to shut this thing down. But anyway, um, yeah, tell people your website and, you know, what you got going on here real quick uh, before we close out so they um, know how to get a hold of you. You got it. Right now we're at uh, Facebook. We're on Facebook for the Full Spectrum Universe. You can find me there all the time. Uh, I'm Rob Yoxheimer, Y-O-X-T-H-E-I-M is in Mary E-R. Uh, you can always message me, comment, whatever you like to do. And uh, so soon we should be putting something out, whether it's a little, a little rough in the beginning, but we're going we're gonna to make it work. And uh, I'm, I'm also on the UFOlogy site. That, that is my religion. That's your site. I'm also an admin over there. Uh, I'm on the Ancient Alien site, so you can contact any one of them, and then we'll, you know, it'll streamline its way to me. And if anybody has any questions or just wants to talk about something and get maybe my feedback or uh, maybe a different point of view altogether, Always contact me, message me, whatever whatever you got to do. Whatever you got to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, my friend. All right, Clarence. Hey, I wish you luck on your job adventure. I'm, I'm happy you got, got it going for you. It sounds great. And, uh, you know. Thank you, man. No doubt. But please keep in touch. And, you know, 
Uh, we're going to see you again, no doubt about that. <laughs> so that's a fact. That's a fact. You can't keep you can't keep me caged up too long. That's I'll right. Teams, you know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. You have a great night, Clarence. You do the same, Rob. Thank you very much for calling. All right, my friend. Thanks for letting me be. Thanks for letting me be a part of it, man. Always Anytime. Anytime. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> All right. Have a good night, bro. You too. Thank you. Okay, everyone. Well, I hate to say parting is such sweet sorrow, but, you know. <laughs> uh, yes, you guys are very welcome. Thank you, Julie. Thank you, Kevin. Everybody is, uh, you know, was here with us. Christine and, and Gail and, oh, there we go. We had a glitch in there for some reason. Uh, VJ, all you that were with us. Uh, great questions tonight. Uh, fantastic stuff. Now, I'm going to try to uh, get on here again tomorrow night, but I'm not sure how this weather thing is going to play out. We're having some storms come through and whatever, so i got to play it by ear. Uh, hopefully, you know, like I said, I'll be on. It'll be at 6 o'clock again, uh, Central Time as usual. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, been very, uh, very interesting. So... <laughs> In the meantime, uh, please keep your eyes to the skies, and uh, you know, I just want to thank you guys for being here. Thank you all very much. I want to thank you all for listening to Closer Encounters. Please remember to like, follow, and share. And until we meet again, keep your eyes to the skies. Thank you.